Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. Right now, I'm joined by Abigail Nudson, aka Missy Morena, or is it Messi? It's Missy, but I I kind of like Messi a lot. Yeah, so, <laughs> like call me too. what you want. <laughs> I like it too, but I guess it's um, too footbally because you know there's Messi, the footballer. I don't I, I don't know anything about sport. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, he's like the richest paid footballer, but he's still got t- done for tax evasion because that's what uh, rich people do. Yeah, ethic. Yeah. On that buzz. Oh, yeah, great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Um, right, you've got your debut record out. Um, yeah, it's called Major Akana. Um, and I pushed play on the record and from the very first track, Paranoia. Um, and, and I know we talked about this earlier, but I see words that I can't repeat on the radio. Um, you know, I, I fell for it. Um, and I kind of like... The, how you were talking and the way that the music was sounding felt I felt the paranoia and I felt the anxiety you know I could feel this really in, in, intense feeling coming over me and it's a really intense opening to a record um, you know it was a real oral punch to the face or to the ears um, and I've been talking to a lot of people recently about track listing and how, how records are put together um, and ha- you know, is there cohesiveness? So they want cohesiveness. How, how does it? How does it work? So, with this track being the first track out, it's just so in your face. Was that? Was that the whole purpose? Was that the point? Was that the intention of this being the first track? Yeah, I wanted to come out swinging because yeah. uh, a lot of the time, especially um, unfortunately in the digital age, the first track that you put on the album may be the only one that gets listened to. Yes, you know. Um, yeah. So I really wanted to kind of make, I guess, a statement and showcase some of the elements that I wanted to explore in the album, some of the more aggressive or intense elements just straight off the bat so that mm. people could immediately know whether or not that they, whether or not they wanted to sign up for a listen through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great, but the other way people, you know, they either hear it from the first go if they look at the record. But the other thing is like uh, getting playlisted and stuff. And you've got some pretty heavy playlisting from this record. Like oh, yeah. I know, I'm so lucky. It's it's such a nice, I guess, relief. Yeah. Or the uh, all it really serves, I guess, is it serves as validation in in some respects and. It's, it's great because I've been on this kind of dark pop vibe for a little while and it's finally quite popular. <laughs> <laughs> You're so before, so before your yeah. time. Not so. necessarily. It just feels so good that like, oh, this is lucky because <laughs> I wasn't yeah. really going to like change what I was doing. But No, you know. and, and nor should <laughs> you. But I still like, you know, as a, as a music lover and a music listener and I guess as a player of other people's music and, and i guess in a, in a way i'm kind of like a spotify playlist myself uh but, but differently i still don't kind of understand that feeling or how important it is to get on those things mm. it's quite important for an artist these days isn't it well absolutely it's kind of your only source of exposure a lot of the time especially with how saturated digital streaming platforms are mm. i mean i don't know how many uploads a day spotify gets now but 
I thought it was something like 40 to 80,000 songs get uploaded a day to Spotify. So like basically their playlisting is your main opportunity to kind of get exposed to the audiences you're looking for because mm. of the way their algorithms work and how they kind of catalog genres. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would like it to go, this is amazing that this on this paid list and then go and listen to it on Bandcamp and then buy it there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bandcamp's great. It's actually my fave. Because, oh, it's, so, it's totally yeah. the best. Yeah, for sure. It's hundred percent the best. Um, now, a question for you, because you know, I, I, I've known you, and I knew you when you were kind of making music with other people. Um, you know, before, or I, I guess when you were just starting to tinker around with production. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how far you come. When I was a wee fun. baby. Yeah, when you're a wee baby, and I see yeah. seen how far you come, and it's it's bloody amazing. And I said to you earlier today that I'm so proud of you. Um, but you know, I knew you as. Abigail, you kind of became you kind of this persona of Missy kind of started in Auckland after you left Otipote. So who who is Missy? Missy is, I guess, a character that I can I can assume to because a lot of the songs I write are actually not from my own perspective, but maybe from the perspective of people and like around me or people that are no longer around me and I like mm. to kind of enter other people's um, I guess point of view and write from that point of view so it started to feel really weird you know releasing music or, or writing music as Abigail Nudson because like a lot of the time I really didn't want people to assume that that the the views or opinions that I was uh, expressing in the songs were my own I didn't really want that association because a lot of the time it's not sometimes it is like most of the time it is but um it's just it's the I guess persona that allows me to kind of explore um more interesting facets of of relationships that I've had with other people and some some of these are like you know very obviously you have to make huge huge um leaps of assumption sometimes because some of the time I'm writing from the perspective of someone else talking to me you've got to make quite a few assumptions there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but it just allows me a little bit more freedom um, yeah. yeah to explore that's, that's great I like that I like that and sometimes you don't if you know if I know you know people that know you I know you you don't have to make that much of assumption I'm just thinking of hate me it's not on this record and we'll move oh. along but it was just, what a great song oh thank loved, you absolutely loved it <laughs> That's, if you want to know a little bit about hate me that is almost directly just a conversation that I had with someone yeah. like a list of things they said to me it's not like pretty good <laughs> pretty now, intense yeah pretty f- yes yes um now this is your debut record um I mean, although like you know you put out what, the ep you put out how many tracks was it, like seven track ep yeah the last thing you long. put out which is pretty much a record these days which is you know almost a long player these days um you know and and you know when people people always say it's a, oh it's a long time coming but um but I kind of hate that when people say that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, and I hate that question of, of why so long. So it's not the kind of thing I'm going to ask. But um, what does the record represent now? 
that that it's out and that you have kind of worked for, on it for so long, not necessarily in content, but in your life, um, to have it have it there. Um, it is a way to, for me to, I guess, like categorize and move forward from a lot of things, both musically and also quite literally as a human. Mm. So it's like almost a catalog of experiences that are now, you know, something that I've, you know, processed and, am in the, or am in the process of moving forward from. So there's almost like this cathartic release from mm-hmm. putting this out here and then being able to kind of literally move on musically as well as I guess like personally from everything. I'm yeah. interested to see where you go musically with this because your production is just so tight. And one of the things I really like about your production is your vocal production. Oh, thank you. Know, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on this record, um, you know, you your voice is, is often, you know, used as an instrument. Um, you know, um, it's layered, you, you're moving with pitches, there's lots of effects, um, you know, and so sometimes uh, quite a lot of the music is actually, is, is your voice. Um, and you were a vocalist kind of, you know, before you started producing. Um, so what are vocals to you? Well, they're my main instrument and I grew up singing in choirs. Hmm. So I'm pretty heavily, I guess, drawn to um, large scale, big sounding vocal production. Um, vocals are, I, slowly I began to realize that vocals were the most, impo- almost the most important part of the song if you've got, you know, vocals on, on the song. And um, coming from, I guess, a classical background and then just starting to get into pop singing, I really had to train and work on my singing voice mm-hmm. a lot. Because I re- cause I used to hate it. I used to drown it in auto-tune and reverb and hide it as much as possible until I realized that that is, I mean, aside from whatever production inclinations I have, signature and in, in, in inclinations that I have, like that is going to be the recognizable part of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I put a lot of like work into, I guess, like, vocal training and 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 um fixing breaks in my voice and and learning all the facets of it and good control and then i really love vocal arrangement and i had to really get into vocal production this year because of you know two you know i guess two years of of major lockdowns means you know i couldn't work with vocal producers that i wanted to work with and yeah you basically just have to put your head down and (laughs) figure out how to you know, make everything sound great yourself. Yeah. Nice, you know, and probably just buy all the Fab Filter plugins because they sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, you do do a lot of production for other people, mm-hmm. and so I mean, so but you're also putting out this record. But so where do you sit? What do you prefer to do? Um, you know, are you going to be an artist in your own right and still put out records, or are you going to be a more of a producer or are you going to switch between the two uh at the moment i'm leaning more towards artists for a while i was very much with sitting in the production side of things um it does take up a lot of headspace um you do have to put a lot of everything like your heart soul and blood sweat and tears into someone else's record and it is a lot to give to someone so you do need i i find personally i do need to take breaks occasionally and actually um, exercise 
you know, whatever I need to exercise, whatever demons I need to exercise, I need to take the time to work on my own music occasionally. At the moment, I'm going through quite a massive phase of, of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Which feels very good. I love doing both. I love being able to sit down with someone and, and help them translate, I guess, their essence into sonics. I, I find it when it works well. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, uh, really rewarding and really fun and really exciting. But, you know, you still need to, you can't give all your time to others. I've, I've sort of realized and you can very quickly burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you're also doing some mentoring too, right? Yeah. You have, yeah. And just yeah. something that comes, I think, with the job a lot of the time. There's um, an endless stream of, I guess, like new artists that, um, always, yeah, everyone always needs a little bit of guidance. And even if it's just, you know, a conversation about how to communicate with producers so that you don't get dominated when you mm. go into the room. Because, you know, I've yet to kind of work with a budding artist that hasn't, already been traumatized even if they're brand new to the totally. scene so totally. even just yeah even just conversations about how to uh communicate what you want and what to look out for and what to walk away from or you know just basic confidence stuff that'll always happen and then yeah. some sometimes it does venture further into i guess songwriting tutoring and vocal whatever you know I'll do I'll do a bit of everything while learning myself. <laughs> this is the thing; it's blowing me away, Abby. Because you, I just remember when you left Otipoti, and you know you were learning all this stuff yourself, and it wasn't that long ago. And you you must be like a freaking sponge because you've just soaked up all the stuff. Obviously, uh, yeah, I've, I've bumped into a couple of people that I like met when I first moved up and had worked with, and then. We- <laughs> saw each other again recently they're like this is quite scary yeah it's, it is it really is you've just grown so much um you know as, as an artist um, i think i was holding myself back yeah a lot yeah i think i think i had a lot of i still do i still hold myself back a lot i've got you know we we all have anxieties yeah totally um, the artistic souls <laughs> and we, we have our struggles and I was definitely afraid to pursue certain things because I had always been told and had started to believe that I would not be capable of doing it and then yeah. at some stage I decided that that, that didn't really matter um, yeah yeah um, yeah so I hope this album not necessarily you putting it out there in that way but I hope some people hear it and they get a big fuck you out of it. Excuse, <laughs> excuse my language, listeners. <laughs> but, you know, that's just my personal uh, feelings. I hope that is a thing for you. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I'm going now. Um, so what do you want people to take away from this record? Hmm. That's a difficult one because because you know part of me really believes in death of the author. So, whatever people interpret the songs to mean is what they mean, as much as what I 
intended them to be about so i mean and also like you know obviously putting something out and as we just mentioned before in the digital era like there's also it's also a little bit i don't want to expect people to listen all the way through either but if they find something that they relate to Mm. um even just in terms of how much anxiety and paranoia there is in the world right now if you know even if it's just on that basic level of like i relate to this um you know feeling less alone in the world is hopefully something that can be communicated but at the same time they don't have to take away anything from it like you know are you cute cute drums and bass yeah yeah but (laughs) i mean sounds are you one of those artists that you know and and one of those listeners and music lovers that it's important for you as a listener or for the listeners to find their own meaning in in in, in songs yeah it's to way take more their... important it's way more important than my meaning yeah your meanings and, for you and their meanings yeah. for them right exactly yeah. and like i'm happy to discuss you know in depth what my lyrics are about but at the same time you know if if on, on very rare occasions, I don't want to make it sound like this happens a lot, but you know, when people come up to me and say, Oh, I really like X song to me, it reminded me of this and that and that. It's like immediate, like it's immediately to me, like a door has been opened and like, I know so much more about them than they know about me. And I just, I love that exchange. You know, yeah. you, you hear so much about a person based off of their interpretation or something. It may not even be, I guess your song, but, um, it's always exciting to hear someone else's perspective on it. More exciting than hearing your own perspective. <laughs> Half the time, you probably don't even know what your perspective is. Well, some artists don't. I'm not saying you don't. Um, you're uh, sa- very rarely, but sometimes you realize that it was actually about something else. Yeah. And, and you're like subconsciously super aware of something that was going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't realize it at the time. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your music's quite dark, but there's also um, there's also quite a lot of light of it at the same time. Mm. You know, um, it's not a juxtaposition, but it's just uh, no. It's I always, there, there, there's always hope in dark places. Um, it not all the content is dark, but the music's quite dark. Um, is is that a, d- a deliberate thing to kind of bring that through? Yeah, I mean, like, like the opening song that you talked about, paranoia, how it kind of you can feel the anxiety and stuff, but but the sound set is kind of cute and fun. Yeah, and, you know, it it kind of ebbs and flows, but I do like the combination of, um, you know, being able to kind of laugh or dance away these fears because that's yeah. ultimately probably the best medicine and yeah i mean i think that's something i'm getting into more mm-hmm. it's not necessarily as prevalent in this body of work but something that i'm really starting to get into now yeah. is just making sure that there's more of a juxtaposition more lightness in the darker tracks yeah that's something that a mutual friend of ours vk does quite well mm. yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> and you help oh, with yeah. it yeah 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 oh yeah 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 indeed indeed 
Awesome. Um, oh, well, I'm so glad the record's out, and it's been out for a few days now. So, I mean, how have you taken it all in um, now that you've been able to sit back on it for like four or five days? Oh, my gosh. It's okay. At first, it was just such a relief to have it out because, you know, I, I, with the, the lockdowns last year, I didn't end up really releasing music, but I had mm. so much in the bank, and things have been backing up because <laughs> um, I didn't I didn't stop writing I just was not in the right headspace to release yeah. so it feels so good to have it out and I don't care how things go like I know I'm supposed to but I don't care good. I'm just so stoked and I'm so stoked that some people have actually been listening to it all the way through I can't believe it it's so yeah. much time to spend on something I'm like feeling slightly guilty but also like really happy <laughs> see that's for me that's kind of annoying though because i you know i grew up listening to records from woe to go like from the first track all the way through that's what you yeah, did yeah. Exactly. and now is it a matter of we're too busy or we just don't have the attention span anymore. We don't have the headspace or attention span. Uh, attention span. I think it's like a little bit of both. But, you know, it's hard to generalize, really. Yeah, it is. We're definitely expected to have now like two screens going on at the same time and be watching a show, playing a game, or listening to music. You know, <laughs> we sp- we're very like we've been intentionally steered towards, um, you know dividing our attention span so that we can pay multiple subscriptions to different things at once <laughs> like that's capitalism for you um yeah. yeah but yeah i think i think it's you're exactly right i don't know why i needed to ramble so long to say exactly what you were already saying <laughs> no no I, I, you but you said it so much better than i did well. so it was fine <laughs> um brilliant well um i really really enjoy the record it's great um like I said, I, I, I just there's just something about um, hope in the dark that I really enjoy at the moment, and that's something that, even though you 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 said um, that's something that you're working on more now, I still find that in this record, um, and I think that's really important, and it's important for a lot of people, especially in the days that we're in at the moment, because there's not a lot of hope, because you know. There's hope at 1 p.m. every day. And for you yeah. up in Auckland, there's hope at 4 p.m. on a Monday. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's great. It's a fantastic record. And I'm really, um, I said earlier, I mean, because I know you, I'm super proud of you. Uh, and if I didn't know you, I'd just be super stoked for you and, and, and really impressed. Um, so congratulations on putting out a really rad, um, awesome, rad album. Thank you so much. I'm super grateful to, you know, talk about it with you as well. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah, well, we haven't talked for ages, so it's good. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, yeah, thank you for taking the time out of your um, lockdown. And... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My level three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, level three. Yeah, that's, yeah, my great sloppy English coming out earlier <laughs> this morning. Yes, level three. I didn't three. know if that was you or me that did that. <laughs> oh, I think maybe it was both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, slip. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, um, yeah, I can't wait for you to get to whatever level it is that you can play, and hopefully, you'll come back down and I'm not see sure us. If it's even level two yet. The rules, are no, 
No, it's not. Well, are there gigs in Dunedin at the moment? Oh, lucky. Yep, people are playing, um, albeit to seated audiences. But that's we've all right. Just, we've just had our recording studio settings updated. You know, oh, yeah. So oh, nice. It's, it's not a confusing read at all. <laughs> of course it's not. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really hope you bring this down to Otaputi when oh you can. Oh my gosh. I need to. I'd love to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you should. You should. Well, um, thanks for the time this morning. A pleasure. Yes, thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. I, th- man. I think I'll be down in Otipote, um helping organise a hubs down there. Oh, yeah, cool. So, yeah. Oh, great. Well, we'll catch up then. Then. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks very much, buddy. Thank you. It's not important. Don't get up for me. Just gotta breathe you out, thinking some honesty. Like venom in my veins, love like heaven in the rain, and I'm so If only we had met a different place, a different time, I would swallow my pride. And that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.